Hey, everybody. I'm Andy Weinberg, and welcome to episode 23 of the David Wasikinen In the Pocket podcast, streaming live on phillyrockradio.com. You can also hear us any time of day on wildfireradio.com. And, and we are joined today by uh, an incredible singer, performer, uh, the, the legendary Robert Gordon is on the line from New York City, and we will be chatting with Robert in just a sec. You definitely want to stick around and hear what Robert has to say about his career, about his music. He's, he's an incredible performer and, and singer, and uh, really looking forward to that conversation. But first, Dave, we have to welcome a brand new sponsor yeah, I'm excited. To, to the In the Pocket uh, podcast. Why don't you tell the people who is now a, uh, a sponsor of the show? I am so excited. I mentioned it last week, but the Bucks County Drum Company, Chris Carr and company, are um, are now our sponsor of our podcast. And um, I, I, I love Chris and his company because, uh, one, being a drummer, and I first took notice, one, because the drums were made where I grew up in Bucks County. And... Um, and at first I was like, oh, what kind of product is this? And, you know, and I went and I, and I hit the drums one day and I went, wow, these really sound great. Great sounding snare drums. Great. Dra- the drums are made. They're, they're, they're handmade by Chris Carr himself. He signs the inside of the drum. The shells are really special. I'm going to bring, I have a session next week in LA. I'm t- bringing one with me, you know, and I'll tell you, anybody that wants to, uh, um, check out the drums, go to their website, buckscountydrums.com. Uh, you can contact them at 215-792-7611. Uh, tell them I sent you. Tell them Dave. You heard Dave Osakinen talk about the drums. He'll give you, if you buy something, you get a free T-shirt. It's really cool. And it's a cool-looking T-shirt. And they're great drums. And we'll be talking about them every week from now on. So thank you, Bucks County Drum Company, for joining us. That is awesome. Yes, the great Bucks County Drum Company. Check them out. I also really quick want to mention our other sponsor that continues to support us each week, uh, Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates in Lansdale. They're doing great work with uh, children, uh, teenagers, and young adults, young adults with autism and other behavioral diagnoses. Uh, So uh, if that's something that affects your family, please give them a call at 267-663-7141, Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates Associates in Lansdale, doing great work with with autistic children. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the the music talk. Robert Gordon on the line. Dave, I know you know Robert real well. You've you've played on some of his albums. Well, you've performed with him. I actually played on two tracks on his last record, and... um, I mean, I, I, from the moment I heard him, you know, it's funny. I kid him on the phone uh, all the time because when he, when he picks up the phone, you hear the great tone in his voice. I mean, he's he's always been a uh, you know from the first time I heard him um, because he, he not only was a great performer himself, but he always played with these amazing musicians that I loved and um, still love to this day. And he's become a friend. Um, you know, he knows my wife, Dallin, we've become friends. We've, we've gone to, we've done other radio. When I was working with a little label at one time, uh, we won't go into that too much, but when I was working with the label, Robert and I hung out a bit and I got to know him and he's such a great dude. Hi, Robert. How are you, man? Dave, how are you, buddy? I'm doing really good, man. I was like, so happy that you agreed to sit in with us on the podcast. It's so awesome to be able to talk to you, man, because, um... You know, I, I don't I think, don't talk. Yes. Well, well, <laughs> but but I've gotten you to know you well enough where when you when you do, there's a vast uh, knowledge of music and all sorts of things, man. You're not just like a one trick pony, man. You are the guy that like, for instance, when we went to, to do the loft, when you were with Mike Marone, 
I was I was blown away because Robert was asked to bring a song list, and he was playing yeah, his favorite I, I, tunes. I mixed it up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you did, man. And you know, anytime we talk about music, like Robert and I, uh, he 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 knows great singers. He's he's he really knows the the the, the craft. And, um, you know, lately we've been talking about some Philly International stuff, and uh, I played in some things that I was working on, and, you know, he, I'm always like, wow, man, like, he's really knows all that stuff. And he can well, I'm sing. old, I'm old, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was telling Andy what a badass you are, though, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you are. Back in the day. Back no. in the day. Anyway, you know, you know, it, it is great uh, talking to you, Dave, because you're very knowledgeable as well, and uh, you know we have a lot in common. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, but um, it's great to be with you. Yeah. Hey, Robert. You, you, when we did the um, when we went to Sirius uh, Radio that one time, we did the truck stop. Yeah. There's a show there called, I think it's about you know truck stop. Uh, radio and they were playing Robert's record and they loved it and and Robert um, you know was talking about like when he used to play you know because he was really popular coming up in uh, places like Washington DC well that's where he's from yeah yeah, yeah. Right, so, and yeah. he would play yeah. and what a band like I, I became familiar with him uh, you know back in the day when Link, he played with Link Ray well, well obviously we'll get, we'll get to yeah. talking about Link Ray so I mean sure, Ro yeah. Robert I mean you know uh, from those early days and then to get to know yeah. that you know you're not only you know you listen to all kinds of different music man you're really absolutely uh, yeah yeah so tell us what are you what are you doing lately i know that uh, i kind of know but maybe share with everybody what you got coming up well you know i've just um, finished a sort of a mini tour with with the with my old uh compadre chris bedding you know yeah. 40 year anniversary recently and yeah. and uh we uh, get together as often as possible. Of course, he's living in the UK. Yeah. And uh, but it was a great, uh, you know, seven dates. We, it was yeah. just to try the waters again. And right. uh, we had Tommy Price, great. you know, who, Love Tommy. who of course was one of our early drummers. And, yeah. You know, uh, Billy Idol, Joan Jett, of course. Yeah. And uh, Rob Stoner, who uh, was was there from the beginning too. So right. it was a lot of fun. And, How's Stoner uh, doing? So we just yeah. So we just finished that and. Uh, and I'm going back down to uh, Austin the end of this month to do a new album, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. And uh, after that, I'm going back to Europe. You know, I do a lot of work in Europe. You do. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm keeping pretty busy. You know, I uh, I mean, what else am I going to do? You know, I'm a singer. <laughs> <laughs> so this 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 record you're doing in Austin. Um, can you share a little bit about what your your plan for this is? What, what you're thinking? Well, you know, I'll tell you the truth, Dave. I really, uh, it, it's sort of, it's a it's a retro kind of thing. They, mm. the, the you know, the label wanted to wanted to do um, a rockabillyish rock and roll kind of record, and that's sort of what I'm known for. And uh, frankly, I I would have preferred to do some of my original stuff that people haven't had a chance to hear yet. But maybe that'll be the next one. Yeah, uh, and there's some interesting stuff there. And, uh, Do you get annoyed sometimes I'm, that 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 because you just said that's what I'm known for, and and it's like, and I know I've had this discussion with you because you said like, you know, I, I do other stuff. And I yeah, remember you really. said that to me. I mean, is this get it to totally. be like like why are you pigeonholing me into this kind of genre, which that's a great happens, genre. You know? But you Back in the day, that's what they did. You know, they'd, uh, oh, this guy sounds like so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Mm. 
anyway, but uh, it's been good to me. You know, I can't complain. I've been doing it since I was 15, and, uh, you know, it's a long time. Well, you basically, I mean, uh, you, you, you got into a genre that at the time was obviously, you know, I want, I want to say passe, but it, its time had come before, and then you kind of helped, I guess, bring it back a little bit. Um, For sure. You know, but when I did it, it was sort of a novelty, and uh, it was a novelty to begin with, but I tell you, it opened doors for a whole a whole new type of uh, mm. of a band again. Uh, you know, there are tons of rockabilly groups all over the world now, mm. and uh, we did start it again in the uh, early mid seventies, and and of course, groups like the Stray Cats and others came after. But uh, you were the first. I'm I'm proud of what we did, and mm. um, I don't res- I regret it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if people listen to my records, it's obvious that uh, it's not the only thing I do. So, right. um, and you're going to play a couple tracks today that'll, I think, show that. You know, yeah. Springsteen was a, you know, still is a big. I know you're friends with Bruce, and but you know that you inf- you, you know, how's it feel when you you have influenced um, somebody like Bruce Springsteen? I mean, he. Readily well, you know, Bruce that. and I hung out quite a bit in the in the uh, in the early early eighties, and uh, he used to come up to my place, and I used to turn him on to a lot of Philly stuff, as you said, and yeah. a lot of R and B stuff that I don't think he was aware of at the time. And wow, and I think it was way cool because he actually picked up on me when I was in a local New York group, which was considered new wave at the time, but. Uh, Anyway, it, it, that's just another story in the naked city, you know. <laughs> well, when, I mean, obviously you were, I guess, the first person, maybe even before the Pointer Sisters, to record Fire, right? I mean, that was... Uh... That's right. He gave me the song and played on it as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, they had the huge hit on it. We had a medium-sized medium, medium hit. But, you know, that's the, before the days of MTV. And i tell you the truth, um, one of the songs you're going to play, a Marshall Crenshaw song, Someday, Someway... Mm-hmm got more airplay than any song I think has ever been played on the radio. You could turn the radio on and there it was. If I had been uh, two seconds later with MTV, I'd be huge today because, you know, groups that never even played out got huge on MTV. Right, right. right. And uh, with the airplay that we got, it was uh, phenomenal. So that was the day of uh, the the days of, of airplay and, you know, disc jockeys like yourself and it was a different time, of course. Right. Well, you could have been big on MTV because you had a screen presence about you. I just yeah. watched this clip this morning. I'd never seen it. The, the time you were on SCTV when you, you played Someday, Someway, and, <laughs> yeah. and Dave yeah. Thomas is doing Walter Cronkite, and Rick Moranis is David Brinkley, and you're, they <laughs> mixed you a... up with the astronaut. You were great. You, were, you held your yeah, own. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a funny bit. <laughs> Every, when you're done our show, everybody go search uh, Robert Gordon SCTV. It's worth seven minutes of your time. They play a great version of Someday, Someway, and, and, uh, but it's it's a very funny, very funny clip. It is funny, and you know, it's, it's speaking of that song. Um, I had seen, I hadn't seen the, the, the clip for many years, and I saw it, and I, I said, God, I'm, I'm really a good lip syncer, you know, singer. <laughs> and uh, I, it turns out it was we did it live. It was so, it was such an amazing track wow. that I thought it was the record, you know. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, that was that, that was a that was a good experience. Yeah. Well, let's let's get right to it. We'll 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 give people a taste of what we're talking about. I mean, obviously, most a lot of people know the Marshall Crenshaw yeah. version. Marshall Crenshaw wrote it, but his version actually came out after yeah. Robert Gordon's yeah. version. Yeah. So this is Robert yeah. Gordon uh, from yeah. 1981's album. Um, Are you going to be the one? Yeah. This is Robert Gordon doing this someday, some way. 
Yeah. Good, good. That sounds great. Listen to that. That's Danny. Yeah, poor, oh man. That's Danny? Yeah. In fact, we're opening the show with that now. Oh, oh you're cool. Right out the gate, man. Something like that. That's awesome, Robert. That's good. Did you fall in love with this song as soon as you heard it? As soon as you heard the... Or, uh... Oh, I'll tell you, the, the, the demo was nothing like that, let me tell you. Yeah? So you guys arranged uh, but it in I the studio? Tell, I could tell it had uh, great potential. Yeah. Oh, I bet he was thrilled that you sang it, too. Well, you know, uh, he, he credits me with with kickstarting his career, really. And, um, I'm I'm happy to have done that. He's a great writer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Sounds great. Did you uh, Did you see the the movie, the great movie, Walk Hard? Yes. <laughs> Dewey Cox story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did a cop. Uh, uh, he wrote the song with I think Dewey Cox uh, with uh, what's his name? John C. Riley. Yeah. Yeah. Riley. Um, the, the the song Walk Hard and he gave it to me and I thought it was a brand new song <laughs> and I was a little hard I was heartbroken to find out that it happened to be the, the right. movie theme but we right. cut it anyway in a Johnny Cash style on the record that we did together Dave. yes yes yeah oh man well that was a thrill for me even meeting you I remember when you came in I was like wow yeah, but you know, but it was just something. And then you were one of the good guys where like, it was like, oh, he's super cool. <laughs> you were super cool. Uh, hey, you mentioned tough. your band in New York at the time that people would come to see was a tough darts. People should know that yeah. like, that inf that band influenced lots of great bands and musicians. It, it did at the time. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's... Were you, uh, were you taken by the whole punk rock scene at, at first? Were you uh, kind of, uh, I was angry. I had split up with my first wife, and I was able to sing the lyrics. This this, this band, well, it was a kick-ass band, but yeah. aside from that, the lyrics were very sadistic and chauvinistic, and I was able to do it because I was really angry, you know? Yeah. Well, we've At all been time. through that, man. That's, like been, yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, I think people, like, relate to it. And it, Yeah, you, it was a good vehicle for me at the time, but yeah. I got out of it after, you know. Yeah. In fact, I didn't know that Seymour Stein wanted to sign the group. No kidding. Right, wow. before, right, before, right before I split. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys had. I mean, yeah, you were on a, a CBGB compilation record, I guess, in, in 1976. So uh, <laughs> he's been on so many records. We have this discussion about like, uh, oh my God, can you get so me much. that record that I did for at RCA? I mean, because it's like, and you know, it's the age, old age story of artists that made incredible music that one didn't get paid for it not to bring up a bad yeah. subject or didn't like get credit for it and someone yeah. else is reaping the rewards of it i mean robert and i will talk about that quite a bit you know yeah, and I'm sure, yeah. you know you, you, you learn late in life you know how to handle your business and uh unfortunately when we're young all we want to do is rock and we're not always exactly. thinking about the business side of it and uh true. we it's get true. screwed over man you know and it's tough when you're young and doing your thing right robert absolutely dude i mean it's the old story you know just like from the 50s 
Yeah. Well, let's go back to the 50s, uh, Robert. You were, I guess, like anybody of a certain age, you were taken by Elvis, right? I mean, you heard Heartbreak Hotel, and, and that was it, right? I mean, that was, you wanted to do it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. That did it for me. Love the Jordanaires, too. You did, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been fortunate enough to have them on my records. So, <laughs> yeah. That, that's amazing. I mean, to me, like, this is an art... Um, as a, as a, as a, just a drummer and being a band, I, I always um, I was never into solos and stuff. What I was always into is the song, and uh-huh. and 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 what drove drove me all the time was a melody from a guitar or, or a lick or a line. And vocals mm. are another thing that are um, like back in the day and like the Jordanaires, it was like the phrasing and the way they would do their harmonies and what they do. It's another yeah. thing that just blows me away. Yeah, well, you know, if you listen to any of the the early records, uh, they they um, were just a, a a typical white Southern gospel-y right. type of, of a group, and yeah. and to hear that with Presley was just a, a, a sensational combination, and and those are the things that made made those things so special. Then you you know, then you hear a group like the Chantones with with um, with Jack Scott, who always sang a little off key, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and they had a thing too. I mean, so every one of these background groups had a, had their own thing. Yeah. I mean, to the to the doo-wop groups too, and and then to the you know the groups we love, you know, in the, in the sixties and seventies yeah. as well. So you know all you know, about that stuff. I mean, that was one thing absolutely. that like, press you. You know, you mentioned uh, uh, Jack Scott and 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 singers like that. I mean, these are people that man, most people are like who who who's he talking about? But that's what I appreciate about you that you really because lately it it it's made me listen to like I've been listening to Elvis Presley stuff and that way those he worked with the Jordanaires or any backup singers. He he was just a, there was a science to it. I mean, obviously, to intuitiveness. But you know, it's like he knew what he was doing, as you do. Same oh, way. He knew like, what he was doing. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, watch. I got to work with time. you, so I know what you. You know, you're. You mean business, man? And um, oh, well, in the, the studio is business. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, exactly. It, it, it can, it's fun, but it's uh, it's a lot of work to make it right. Yeah. You know, um, uh, anybody can go in and and, and make a record. Right. But, uh, Everybody calls themselves a, a producers these days, but you're a re, you're a real producer. Robert, well, I mean, you I, hear it. I, I do the best I can. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, let's let's anyway. talk. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I was just gonna. Yeah. You know, we were talking about making albums, and uh, so you were in the Tough Darts. Uh, you leave, yeah. and and then you, you hook up with uh, the producer Richard uh, Goderer, who introduces you yes. to Link Ray. Right? Is that kind of? And then can it, you talk about? Well, you know, yes, that's true. Uh, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but as soon as you mentioned Link, uh, I flashed on when I first saw him. Uh, I'm from the D.C. area, and of course Link was from Virginia. And there was this uh, amusement park called Glen Echo mm-hmm. in Glen Echo, Maryland. And my dad took me and my brother when I was nine years old <laughs> to the park. And yeah. there used to be a station there called WDON yeah. uh, in Wheaton, Maryland. I used to love that station. And they used to do a, a, a thing in the park every weekend. They used to bring an act in. And they brought Link right there this particular weekend, and I wow. saw him do rumble man and i was <laughs> blown away i was a little kid man wow so so when this okay. when richard goddard asked me who hey who would you like to work with i i said well i don't know man you know and he said well how about link ray i said what <laughs> <laughs> so he put us together dude yeah. and we became fast friends and yeah. great 
you know, uh, it, it was a lot of fun working with Link um, for the two albums and two tours. But Link was Link, you know. He played, he loud. played one way, and that was loud. the volume. <laughs> loud. I got. I got. I got to back was, up. I, which I, was the kiss of death for for me, a singer oh, on stage. Yeah. I just got to back he up was a great second. In the studio. Oh, I'm great sorry. In the studio. I, he's incredible. I mean, the late great Link Ray, of course. I, I got to just back up. What? How many nine-year-olds see someone perform, get blown away? And then someday end up playing with that person. I mean, did it ever occur to you? Obviously, you you had gotten into music at a pretty young age. You were professional by seventeen, but you, you know, I mean, here was somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, did it ever occur to you that you know I'm going to get to play with this guy someday? I mean, how crazy is never. that? Never, yeah, never, never. It was a thrill, and he was a, you know, he was to me, he was an older guy, you know. Yeah. But now that I think about it, I'm 20 years older than when I met him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's shocking, really. It's uh, it's unbelievable how fucking old I am. Now. Hey, you, you know, know, Robert, because... but you played with him and Spedding at the same time, didn't you? Like, Yes, I got the, <sighs> them in the studio together, which uh, was a trip. I bet. And, of course, uh, the great Danny Gatton, yeah. who, uh, who Link uh, knew and, and respected as well. And um, I've always, always prided myself with uh, great players because of, listen after all uh, uh, the rock and roll trio as it's called is is uh, what it's all about and, mm. and, with you there. and in terms of the, the the roots of rock and roll so every player has to be integral that's that's the whole thing so mm. that's why uh, each one of these players I've worked with Danny Gatton yeah. uh, Link Sweet. Chris Redding are all all unique in their own way right uh, robert i know you this wasn't one of the songs you gave us but we couldn't not play a song from one of your albums with link so i just threw on i, I just gave to our producer the first song on your first album with link ray it was also your first single um red hot i know you don't want to be pigeonholed as, as this style of music Go but, ahead, man. But, but this is i mean this this just killer right out of the gate this is the first song <laughs> link ray and robert gordon doing red hot from uh, 1977 my gal is red hot, your gal ain't doodly squat, yeah. No, nobody was making this music who in 1977. Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> Do you remember where you recorded this, Anton? Yeah, <laughs> in the Plaza Sound. It was in the Radio City Music Hall. Unbelievable studio. Was that Anton playing on this? No, it was Howie Wyatt. Wow. Cool. Howie Wyatt. Wow. Yeah. Swing too. Howie was great. Yeah. He uh, was really a, a keyboard player, but he played drums really just like sort of heady, you know, yeah. all over the place. Love it. Well, it feels great. <laughs> it's a shame there really was no room on radio for this song in 1977. Because no one else was doing this. But. This is so good. Yeah. Oh God, that that song got a lot of play, dude. Oh, did it? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Philly it sometimes did. lost it. You know, this one I know. I know this one a lot. This song got a tremendous yeah. amount of okay. airplay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what the hell is this they're saying? You know? Yeah, right. Go cat. 
still say that, Robert. Yeah, right. Analog tape. Yes, sir. And it still sounds pretty fresh. Oh, yeah. So that's great. I, look, I, you mentioned the guitar players, but you, you, you know, like you've played with some of my favorite drummers. Like, I, I, we would talk you and I about Bobby Chenard, who I loved, and we were friends. Yeah. Bobby was one of the with a great drummer. I, I know, rest in peace. And I love Bobby and Anton Fig, who was a friend and um, inspired me. You know Tommy at all? You know, I, Tommy and I have crossed our paths, but we, because uh, you know, obviously, some of the guys I work with know him. Uh, but I've never You'll met like Tommy, him. and I really want to meet will him. Like Tommy. I want to meet him. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he's like, back in the day, you know, they Billy Idol, were, you know, like MTV, the Hooters, like we were. I would see him, and I think we, they played a party, the MTV party, a year before we did. And but I always uh -huh. loved the way Tommy played, you know. And you yeah. played Tommy, you had Anton, you had Bobby Chenard, and. And, Great uh, players. Yeah, and I would watch, and I would watch, I would look them up, and anybody that's listening, if you go to YouTube, you can find videos of you playing. And oh, it's cool. Badass. It's always badass. Yeah. 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 God bless those guys. So you had yeah, the one out, you did the first album with Link, and then you did another album with Link that would have been uh, Fresh Fish Special in, in 78, right? Was the, uh, that's right. Yeah. So, um, I, and I, I, did that album do anything? I mean, uh, commercially? or Yeah, they both did well. You know, they both sold pretty good. That's good. As I said, you know, there was no MTV, and unfortunately, uh, we missed the boat by just a minute. Right. right. But you toured I'm quite a you, bit. I'm telling you, I would be a star right now. Oh, no, we were all over the world, man. Yeah. You got any stories uh, from the road? Some crazy stories from the road that you can that you <laughs> Robert, remember? Robert, and yeah. I'm sure you got a lot of them, but no, uh, no, <laughs> not that he will divulge. Uh, give us one. Give, you got to give no, us something. No road story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something, we, something from that era, yeah, from the late '70s. Yeah. Give, us, give us something. Somebody, uh, I don't know. There's got to be something crazy from uh, yeah. from those days. I'm, a lot, I'm sure. But yeah. uh, well, Robert's a survivor, oh, man. man. He's come out. Uh, you think about well, look, me too, Robert. Man, look, I, yeah. I live a different life yeah. these days because of what I experienced on the road back in the day. You know, look, it was never, it was no one's else's fault what I got into. You know, I made, I was a, a grown man. I would make my decisions, but later on, I realized yeah. as long as we both went down there, yeah, we did, man, and we paid the price. You know, and but, oh my God, did yeah. we ever? Do you ever look up and go like, damn, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm alive and I'm still at it you know i mean like i think about yeah. that when i talk to you and i'm, I'm you well know, absolutely yeah and you're sure little, I'm, I'm turning 63 on monday and uh fortunate I'm enough to you're turning what uh, 63 you're a baby <laughs> i know you told I'm me i'm gonna before. be 72 next month you know hey robert can i, I don't know you if believe you want to talk i you know what i do because I, I I remember you know you, you you told me about your experience on the train one day and you were feeling very good and you, you're some you get a little bit of luck sometimes we need a little luck in life, you know and mm. sometimes we get things that that happen that cha make our make us change our lives, and, yes, and, sir. and you you nearly went to Switzerland to play and that wouldn't have been good for you right is that remember that. I'm not sure if I remember that brother. Well, when you were booked to go to Europe when you had your little little situation with the uh with the, your health right wasn't that the case oh no that, i wasn't booked to go to europe i was i was going down 
I was going downtown, dude. Oh. See, I, I no. understood, see, because this is where I should have talked to you. I understood that you were going to, about, you were, the day after that. I might have just gotten back from Europe or right. something. I right. don't remember. I was on the fucking train, and I fucking couldn't breathe. And I, yeah. I got out. I had to lean against a building. I, yeah. I thought I was going to die. And yeah. I almost did. Yeah. And that yeah, was my your heart. heart. Your heart, right? Yeah. And you've yeah. come out of that. Like, that's something that has I happened. I come out of that. Like, uh, I, I got... Born again. Well, like when I got mugged, that was the first time. Oh, we always and need to get mugged once. <laughs> it, was, it was a result. It was a result of that bad shit. Yeah, you know, I've had that happen too, Robert. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. when you find yourself in your, you, you're desperate to do desperate, crazy things. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, I remember one time, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you see somebody like people listening, you know, uh, I found myself in a bad spot. What do you do? Right. You got to survive. I know you were the same way, you know. And well, I was lucky to survive. Five yeah. thugs beat me down and almost went to cut my, they slashed me pretty bad. I know. Where was this? That, and then, that was up on uh, in Spanish Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I know, I was doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And like most of us did back then. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, so you live and learn. That was the first God. time. And then the second time, just living life as you get older, you like, you know, we burn the candle at both ends sometimes. And exactly. then you got the heart condition that made you exactly. take a look at your life. And, and, uh, cause yeah, I remember so talking I to you five, after that. Yeah. Um, you know, five hour procedure, they, uh, fixed me and I was, thank God. Yeah. Um, you know, but, um, how you it, feeling? It woke me up. I feel great, you Good. know, and no more smoking and very, wow. you know, the doctor said, well, you can have one or two drinks and that's it. Yeah. And, uh, that's the most I have if I do drink anymore. Yeah. So it's, it's great, uh, I was, I, we were crazy back then, yeah. you know, yeah. and, uh, yeah. you live and learn. I, I, I totally get it. I totally And understand. of course we've lost, we've, we both lost our friends, of course, yeah. along the way. Yeah. And, um, and that, uh wakes you up too yeah well i'm glad you're, you're you're producing and making music and touring and got yourself back well, together thank you doing david it's stuff. great talking to you yeah man um really good let's keep in touch uh, yeah. all right yeah For hey, sure. hey, let, uh, hey robert don't go anywhere yet because we still want to pick your brain a little bit you know so so oh you do okay yeah, yeah we, we got, got a little, little, oh, yeah, we we got a little time, time left all right yeah, well, believe it or not i've got to go to i know you got to go somewhere but we're not going to let you off the hook just yet because there's some things we want to we got to showcase to the people who may not be familiar with Roberts. We've got to showcase this voice, and we've have a little bit so far. But he's got a song, a cover from uh, 1979 on the first album he did with Chris Spedding, uh, a song called "It's Only Make Believe," uh, which was uh, originally, I guess, written by Conway Twitty and was a big hit for yes, Conway, Conway Twitty in, in, in the 50s. But uh, uh, Robert did this version of "It's Only Make Believe" from his album "Rock Billy Boogie" in 1979. And wait, do you hear, folks? Wait, wait, do you hear Robert's voice on, on this song? So. People see us everywhere They think you really care But myself I can't deceive We do it a bit lower now I know it's yeah. only make <laughs> My one and only friend Is that someday you care my hopes, my dreams come true My one and only you No one will ever know How much I love Those are the days when you use a full orchestra My only prayer will be Someday you'll care for me But it's 
I love this. What do you remember about cutting this song, Robert? Oh, my God. I remember uh, working with a full orchestra, which was exciting as hell. Um, I did it a number of times, you know, like a 30-piece orchestra. And uh, there's nothing like it, man. Yeah. Another New York session, this one? Oh, yeah. With Jimmy, Jimmy Wisner, you know. Mm. The arranger, he was fantastic, Jimmy. Uh, another one of the, uh, the, this type of song, uh, Need, Need You, uh, a beautiful song. Love this. Did you remember that song, Need You? I, I don't, but I'm going to check it out for sure now. The, you well, know, this, it, this one have, in particular. If you have time, play it. Oh, yeah. I, I will, for sure. Um, yeah. This, this one in particular, before it came on, the, I remember listening to this when we were working together. I remember just knocked out by it, you know. oh well this did this did quite well for me in Europe uh, they love this kind of song in Europe do you have a favorite country that you like to go over there play I know Norway and Scandinavia is a big big place oh well you. I love every country man you know I, I love the, the vibe in France I love Spain you know I just it, it, every country is different you know that yeah yeah it, nowadays it's the kind of where I you know, it, the Hooters. You know, when we go on tour, we're at our 40th anniversary next year, and yeah. you know, we go over and you know, Germany is like a, a a big place for us. I don't like you. I don't have a favorite, but there's certain places uh -huh. we spend a lot of time in. So Germany and Switzerland, and then Scandinavia, Norway, and uh, Sweden. Yeah. Of course, I love to get to Finland because all my relatives are in Finland, and I'm. I'm going back in, in April oh, to, to Sweden and Finland. Yeah. Wow, that's so great. Cause I love I, it. Yeah, I know you told me about that, and I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if some of my relatives would be at your shows because they know you. And... <laughs> well, tell them to come and, invite, and come back and say hello. Oh, I will. I will for sure. Man. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's a uh, it's great that you get to do that. I mean, that's one of the things as uh, doing what we do that we get to travel and see other people how they live and you know you you, you watch yeah uh, you know what i do now dave i make sure i have a wheelchair waiting for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i go right through the right through everything oh you do I get a, My man. yeah that's that's how you gotta work it now dave yeah. at our age right 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 that's funny <laughs> that's funny yeah well, you know, I, that was the one thing that I was impressed with when I saw you up in Harrisburg, was Lancaster. You were in really good shape, you know. I mean, even at the time, it was before your heart attack, but I looked at you and this guy's in good condition, man. He looks like he can go. Oh, I was in bad shape. Yeah, but physically, you, you looked like you look, didn't look bad to me. I mean, you had, I was still rocking, Dave. Yeah. I was bad. I was uh, bad. You were rocking with now. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I, I mean, lost it's funny. weight. Deceiving. It could be deceiving at times because I know there were times that people saw me, and I, I was yeah. using, and they didn't know. People didn't. Yeah. They like. Oh, yeah. I thought you were fine, you know, because you were working. <sighs> Can you? Because your body gets conditioned to working, and and yeah, doing I things, guess so. You know. Yeah. It's not like you know. Well, you've got to lay and down. then eventually, if kid, and eventually it says that's enough. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I get it. You know. So. 
but I know you did. Yeah, yeah. Things are. You things, were a bad boy. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say, man. It's good. That's right. Hey, you know what I love too is that like recently we've been having a conversation about Patty Smythe, who you're friends yeah. with too. Who you know you, you you're, you're. Well, you know she uh, she she actually um I I, I text her and yeah. and um she was flattered that I asked her to do this thing and. She said, "Well, of course, I have to hear the songs before right. I make a, a, a commitment." Right. And I, I, I said, "Listen, these are period pieces. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope you can get into one or both." And she said, uh, "I'll, I'll get back to you." And yeah. I'm still waiting to hear back. And I'm hoping she can because you know she's, she's not um, a retro type singer. No. But she is so good that she can sing anything. Right. And I knew that uh, if she did one of these songs, it would be phenomenal. So I hope, I hope she goes for it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, you know, look, and, and knowing her, the little bit I do is that, you know, she really thinks about stuff like that. I mean, I did a track mm-hmm. with her once before that she was like, I don't, I don't understand these lyrics. I don't get it. And she was like, she, I think she did a wonderful performance, as did you, but she didn't. And I, I was like an artist to really feel like, oh, afterwards they did great. Like when we did Expressway, she was very happy, you know, but she didn't. Well, you gotta, her. you gotta, you gotta be into the fucking song or yeah. you can't. Right. You can't do it. That's the way I am too, and I and that's why I'm saying I understand totally if if that's the case. So yeah. I'm just waiting to hear back from her. That's yeah, all. Yeah. Hey, so you got- uh, well, yeah. Robert wanted us to play "Need You," which was another song in this Found style it. of "It's Only Make Believe" yeah. uh, from his album. He mentioned he called you a bad boy, Dave, and it's actually the name of the album was "Bad Boy" <laughs> from from Robert, yeah. from Robert yeah. Gordon. Well, if you look at the if you look at the front of it, we were very bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> the bad boys. Hey, it was the '80s, right? Yeah. '70s, '80s. Yeah. Let's hear uh, Robert yes, Gordon. Robert Gordon doing. Need you from uh, I guess night from uh, Bad Boy. Yeah. Listen to this track, Dave. Need you, your tenderness, your Pedal steel in there? Yeah. That wasn't in the original version. And your sadness too. I miss your every When our flame of love was burning high, we bowed our
I, I got to ask you a question, Robert. Did, how could yeah. like not every woman that you would meet swoon when you would play that song? <laughs> I mean, that song must have gotten you potentially. I don't know if you were married at the time or not, but my goodness, yeah. <laughs> talk about an instant aphrodisiac! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I did okay. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. I yeah. do. Well, what and I love that you were making that kind of music in 1980. I yeah. mean, it was just, uh, you know, because... Yeah, uh, well, you know, I, I've always loved that kind of stuff. And, you know, so we are we mixed it up pretty good. We did the, the, the ballads. I've always loved ballads. And we did country stuff and the rock stuff. So, mm. you know, I don't know if you're going to play that, um, that, that other track. The um, uh, Ain't, ain't Going to Take It No More? Yeah, that's a cool track. Yeah, we could play that. That uh, was me, from uh, well, that's more re- recent. Well, relatively, that was from two thousand four. But yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, you know. that's that's you know, I did that down in Nashville with um, uh, this amazing keyboard player. He's Johnny Neal. Oh, well, I played with Johnny. Dave I know knows Johnny. Johnny, Johnny well, I, yeah. I work I with know, Johnny. I, yeah, yeah, I know Great. you have Dave because and because Quentin first. <laughs> the records I made with him. That's why. Oh, man. I love Johnny. Johnny's actually a Delaware guy, and we've become really close friends. Anytime I have a track and I, I hear that... Well, Johnny, and let I me send tell it you to Johnny. Send it to Johnny. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Johnny, Johnny um, of course, is from the Nashville area, and I, I recorded down in his studio, Straight Up Sound. Oh, that's great. Oh, I you're playing that it already? Okay. I love, you know, I, I we hung out, we played together, um, and we keep on threatening to try to get together, man. I just, I think he's great. I love his, his manager, guitar player friend, Doug Jones is a great guy too, but Johnny is just the shit, you know? Oh, Johnny is fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I didn't even intend to, I didn't even intend to do a piano, use piano on the record. It ended up being a total piano-based album. The guy can play so great too. Yeah, let's check it out. Robert. Yeah. He's amazing. In case people don't know, I mean Johnny, Johnny, like the white. You know Ray he was Charles. with the. You know he was he was, he was with the Allman Brothers. Yeah. Did you know that? Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years. They fell in love with him, man. Yeah. I know me too. Why. Yeah. Fortunate to He's play with him deal. live. I like him, man. Yeah. Well, you're still working with him, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, occasionally, you know, we, we get to, you know, I'm producing this record for the, a guy, AJ Slick, and I have Johnny playing on it, and we keep yeah. figuring it, you know, it's always about funding, get some money to get down to Nashville, but of I course. like to go down to down to Nashville and hang with Johnny, and because you don't know what you, like Johnny, like you said, you didn't intend to have the piano on there. Like all oh, dude, sudden, you'll take it down and you'll just start knocking stuff out down in the studio. Who knows what's going to happen? That's now. how he is, isn't it? You know, wow, I could, yeah. I, that must have been cool with you and him hanging. You know? Oh, my God, it was it was phenomenal. Oh, I love that guy. He's great. Yeah, anyway, listen, I got to go pretty soon. Man. All right, well, listen. Well, we're going to play you out with one more song that I picked because it's just it's two minutes. It's two perfect minutes of rock and roll, and this is why okay. everybody should go out and listen to Robert Gordon. This is from uh, your first album with Chris Spedding, Rock Billy Boogie, a song called Black Slacks. Yeah. And I just, lo- I just love this song, and it's just... You know, we're live, we're on station to play, it's called Philly Rock Radio, and this song friggin' rocks. This is why everybody should go out and find Robert Gordon records, right here. Robert, you can't see Dave's kind of banging, playing along, he's playing the air drums right now, man.
Boys, that, 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 that's fucking rock and roll. Oh, right? uh, yeah, that's cooking. Right? <laughs> As always, listen, I know you got to go, but, and I want to thank you for joining us. I know you. I, these things, like as, as great as you are when you come on air and talk about stuff, I know it's really difficult for you. I know you're not really fans, uh, a fan of doing these kind of things, so thank you for joining <laughs> us, man. Because I've had well, people go, so wow. Much. It's, you've made this a pleasure for me. and uh, Yeah. I think everybody should listen to your station because yeah. I think you got a really good thing going there. Thanks, and, Robin. Uh, and uh, uh, Dave, yeah. I love you, man. I love Keep you too. Keep in touch. Man. I will. Thank you so well, much, Robin. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, buddy. And you too, brother. Thanks. Thanks again. All right. See you, See you guys. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care. It's a great, Robert the great Gordon. Robert. Gordon. Yeah, you know he's he's he, you know like he's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine, um, Robert. You know, some people never get over like you know, like stage fright. It's like I don't, I'm like, I don't even know if I call it, but anxiety of like performing. Once he gets up there, he's he's killer. But like, there's always this like mental thing that some people go through. I, I do a little bit to not to that extent, but you know, there's times he's just like. Uh, once he's up there, he's cool. It's just getting up there on stage and then sometimes getting him in front of the mic. Um, you could have a conversation on the phone with him and he's just let loose and, you know, he's funny and everything. But, you know, you never know, man. You know, so you I just, didn't realize. So he he had issues that he talked about with you with stage fright? Or well, or? he never used it, that word. But a buddy of mine told me that um, they went, in, in Vegas, you know, like um, he was playing. Oh, God, who was it? it was on stage. He was playing in Vegas. And, uh, you know, they, they, they played the intro of, um, uh, oh, was it? I forget what song they did, but one of his tunes, and they start, and he hears it. He's got, wait a minute, they're starting too damn early. I, I, I need a half hour to get ready. You know, yeah. you mentally got to get yourself, you know, into it. You know, I mean, it's the difficult thing, I think, of performing sometimes. I know I, it's not just Robert, I know a lot of guys that mentally they got to get themselves into place to do what they do. Um, you know, I mean, because part of it is mental. Every time you're performing, if you're an athlete, if you're a performer, you got to get your head in the right place when you're going up there, else it's going to be a mess. Right. I had to work at that, you know. That's something like, you know. Even as a drummer, even though you're ah. kind of, you know, off to the back yeah, or the yeah, side yeah, a little bit yeah. and, and the focus is on, you know, Rob yeah. and Eric and everybody. Yeah. But it's still, you still have to kind of get yourself in a place mentally to be out there in front of the people. And There's uh, a responsibility, like, you know, because um, people get on edge and, you know, drummers, you got to lock it down. You right. can't be like, you know, um, you got to have the tempos down. You got to be, it's got to be cool and rocking and do you still get, uh, I mean, are you completely calm when you take the stage now, or do you still get... Calm isn't the probably word I would use. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm juiced. Um, but it's just a, when I say that, juiced, I'm like, my adrenaline is wrong. Right, no, I, yeah. I know. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and I get up, and I and I do my thing. Um, 
but I, there's definitely a, a mindset that you know, like you look out and it, you're not human if you don't look out and see an audience and go, they're expecting something, and you want to deliver. And uh, you're, you, you know, when you're on tour, um, you know it's a whole different ballgame because you're 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 out there doing um, uh, every night, and, and 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 you notice there's some physiological thing that you're going through in your body as the day goes on. You get into a routine, and then say say four o'clock or after dinner. I get this like incredible fatigue, like I'm mm. tired. I'm thinking, how the fuck am I gonna play, you know? And then all of a sudden, like seven o'clock rolls around, and all of a sudden something starts happening. Like, wow, I feel, I start yawning. I'm like waking up. It's like you're waking up again, you know? It's like a whole different thing. So I, I think that if you're not getting that feeling, um, you're not gonna do it great. But your body knows that you're about to go through some things. They, they Hooters play almost three hours a night. Right. In the pocket, does the same thing these days. You know, you go up there and you got to get ready to do it. And then if you're doing it every night for six weeks or whatever you're doing, four weeks, you gotta you gotta prepare for that. You yeah. Know? Well, obviously, through the years, Robert did and has, and yeah. and and I'm, I mean, it's I just find it so cool that he was never in style, quote unquote. I mean, the music he was making was never what was the trends of the day. Was ne- and he never cared. I mean, it, it, no, I he's, mean, it, he doesn't care. He, right. he, I mean, he does what he does. He wants to be successful, but he doesn't well, of course, care. About, of course, he, but he, he was never care. chasing trends no. or, or trying to, trying to, you no. know, he never, all the artists in the late seventies, no. would kind of, you know, discify their yeah. songs a little bit. I mean, uh, he, he's he the never, real deal. Yeah. He never tried and if to he do likes that. it and he likes you, if you don't like you look out, if you <laughs> like you and he, li- and, 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 and he likes to be, he's not going to follow a trend. Right. You know, he's going to do what he like. And I mean, just listen to the music. Listen to that, like, 6-8 field thing that he was doing. It was like, you know, that was like a 50s thing, you know? But yeah. He's adored by, like, Springsteen and, and people like that, the tough darts, that people would see the band of top, tough darts and, and just, um, you know, he was, he was adored. He's a tough cat, though, man. Oh, yeah. He's a tough cat to work for because he expects certain things. He expects you to listen. He's tough on the musicians. Um, I, I I recorded a couple of tracks. I I was working so much I didn't really know how much I played with him, but I, but I ended up doing a couple of tracks on a record that my friend Quentin Jones produced with him. Um, I thought I played more, but I didn't realize, you know. And uh, but I got a chance to play with him live, and I and I enjoyed myself, you know. Cool. Well, let's let's take a break for one sec. I want to uh, hear from our sponsors uh, at Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates uh, in Lansdale, working with children with autism. We're going to hear from one of their success stories, uh, Gabe. Um, and then when we're coming back, Dave. We got a little surprise for you. So uh, yeah, for you. So uh, let's hear from uh, Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates in Lansdale. Hi, my name is Gabe, and I have autism. When I was diagnosed with autism, I realized it was hard for me to do what people call normal. For example, I would get easily upset and overreact to small problems. When it was time for me to go to college, I had an especially hard time. That's when I went to Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates. Gabe made the right choice. They helped me prepare for college with my interests in mind. They taught me coping strategies, organization skills, and self-advocacy. Not only that, they boosted my confidence using evidence-based treatment programs such as Think Confident, Be Confident. This helped me prepare for employment opportunities as a peer mentor here, at Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates. We are dedicated to improving the lives of teens and young adults with autism. Thanks to them, I'm better prepared for college and can continue my life's journey. Now I can pursue a career in animation and continue my job as a peer mentor. Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates in Lansdale, PA. Call us at 267-663-7141. 
That's great. Hey, the other voice you hear in that commercial is a friend of mine named Ben. Um, and I mentioned this on the show a, a few weeks ago, but you have to go on YouTube and you got to search Ben Autism Ellen. Trust me. And watch Ben's story when he got to go on the Ellen DeGeneres show with John, Dor- John Dorenbos from the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, ben is the number one Eagles fan in the world. He's the number one Ellen DeGeneres fan in the world. And he got to combine both those wow. things. Ben's an incredible kid. Uh, well, he's, I think he's like 20 years old now, so yeah. he's not a kid. But but go on YouTube and, and, like I said, search Ben Autism Ellen. You, you won't regret it. Speaking uh, of autism, I was with Matt Patton this week who has autism. And, he, and apparently he had some Trouble learning all you zombies. Now, the kid's a great, great drummer. And so I told his mom, I'll come over and show it to him. And I spent time with him. Ah, oh, man, I, you know, like they're thanking me up and down. But I had the best time. Ah, that's so cool. Great kid. He has a high-functioning, smart kid. And he's a great drummer? Or? Great drummer, yeah. man. He's great. Young kid. You know, he's got everything to live for. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way for him. But, Matt, you keep it rocking because he's great that's good cool. hopefully matt's listening or, uh, they'll listen we'll get, they'll, yeah get matt listen. to listen yeah. so monday dave i hear it's a big day oh it's my yeah so let's my, uh marcus my, marcus has something ready to go for you dave oh uh, no yeah right i forgot Birthday, David. Thank you so much. That's really cool. Thank you. Well, it's not here yet, but uh, I'm, I'm celebrating. My wife and I are going to go to New York. Dallin is taking me to see Hamilton. Oh, on Sunday. Nice. Good for you. And That's then, a, quite um, a birthday present. Yeah, Monday is my birthday, and we're going to have some nice uh, meals and just hang out in New York City, which we love. And then Tuesday, I go to L.A., which we'll do the show from L.A. next week. Well, well you will. I won't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll be you're, on the phone. You're not bringing me along, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Well, another uh, another great week here yeah. in the pod. Hey, Dave, uh, mention again our new sponsor, uh, Bucks, Bucks County Drum Company. Bucks County Drum Company. Um, uh, it's um, a great company. They're fantastic. You know, look, let me tell you, call Chris. Go to the website, buckscountydrums.com. You know, they they sound fantastic. And thank you for, you know, supporting the podcast. And we love having you guys. And, um, yeah, man, it's all good, man. Things are, are rolling along. All right. Well, happy birthday again to Dave you. on Monday. Go uh, If you're on Facebook this weekend, wish thank Dave you. a happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, have a great time in New York and well, L.A. while the rest of us are stuck here in South Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> hope it's warm. When I was there last week, it was 80 degrees. I hope it's like the same thing. But, yeah. you know, I'm bringing a bunch of guys over from in the pocket and they're going to go to L.A. and we're going to have fun. That's right. You're, yeah. you're, can we say that you're cutting yeah, 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 the yeah, commercial yeah. out there? Yeah. Well, the cool thing about next week is that, you know, when I was out there last week, I played uh, my my. Uh, I just met uh, Ken, um, Russell Kearns and my friend Glenn Goss actually introduced me to him and they're they're doing a commercial and they they loved Backstabbers and uh, from the in the pocket version of it and right. uh, they asked uh, can we can we get you guys to cut it for us and it turned out that they're flying me and uh, Greg and Kenny and Charlie and Phil out to, to record 
and um, Russell Kern has got a... Um, well, it's not Backstabbers. You're doing a different song. We're doing Tighten Up for Liftique, right. which is a company that does a little Tighten Up here and there, you know, and it's a great company. It's a great and, Archie, and Archie, uh, Archie Bell song. We're recording at Paramount Sound, um, Paramount Studios, and um, it's, it's going to be a fun session, man. I, I think it's so cool that the In the Pocket guys are doing a commercial. In that's, the uh, Pocket in the Air, that, man. That, that you guys are just, it's only getting bigger for the for the group. Yeah, so. That was a nice surprise, and, uh, you know, they are great people. It's a great company, and so we were just thrilled to have him uh, uh, fly us out for a few days to, to record. So we all got to look forward to that commercial yeah, uh, yeah. coming out, and, you know, hopefully soon. I hear about some of the new music, even though it's old, people refurbish music and they recut stuff, and uh, it, it, I get induced, introduced to new bands of music through, through commercials these days, so right. I was, like, on well, board. Maybe people will discover In the Pocket through this uh, commercial. I mean, One can only hope. <laughs> One can only hope, you know. It's, so. it's still growing, my friend. Yeah, it's, man, it's and we still just growing. get rocking, man. We had a fun week this week. Uh, it, was, it was a real good hang. Sixers got some exciting stuff going uh, yeah, on. Yeah, Tobias Harris, Friday yeah. night, uh, makes his home debut against Denver and, uh, uh, with uh, you know, Boban and... Yeah. and uh, Mike Scott. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's all it's all good. We may not be New England or Boston with all this stuff going, but we do but have we got, some great uh, yeah. shit And one going of these on days, here, the Phillies are going to sign Bryce Harper. I'm convinced yeah. at some point, hopefully. Yeah, we'll get it going on. All right. Well, thank you as thank always you. to Marcus Darpino behind the booth. He oh, was a, a big help uh, finding you, songs man. for us this week on the fly. Uh, thanks. To Robert Gordon. Thank you, uh, Robert. Great Robert Gordon. If you didn't know Robert Gordon beforehand, you know him now a little bit. Go look up his music because it's all great. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Dave. Happy birthday. Yes, sir. Thanks to Wildfire Radio. Thanks yeah. to Philly Rock Radio. And we'll see you next week all on right. In the Pocket. Yes.